Hello, everybody. Good morning. This is your host, Jordan Tremaine, and welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about a topic called Sleep On It. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to the podcast, which is called Perspectal. It's hosted by me, Jordan Tremaine, where I try to offer a different idea or a different perspective, different way of looking at a particular thing each week. And then over time, as the episodes build up, I treat each episode like a brick. And I try to use these bricks to build things. So the ideas build on each other over time. You will often hear me referring you to previous episodes in the middle of whatever episode you're listening to. And that's because I think ideas build over time. And it's hard sometimes to explain something when you don't have the prerequisites available. It's hard sometimes to talk about calculus when the person listening doesn't know addition and subtraction. So I would encourage you, if you are interested in the content of the episode, or if you want a little more of an explanation, a little bit more of a background, go into the description of any episode, and if there's a hashtag next to the word, that means that that is the title of a previous episode that is relevant to the episode that you're looking at. And um, yeah, I, it, I think it's much more interesting when ideas start to connect. That's one of the main tenets of this podcast. Um, and I think it's interesting, and if uh, it helps you to understand something better, I hope you go and do that. But today we're going to talk about sleep on it. And uh, this is a phrase I think that's used pretty commonly. And I think there are a good amount of times in these episodes of the Perspective Podcast where I bring in colloquialisms or commonly used phrases. And I look at them in a way that seems different. But then if you really think about it, it's not really. It's just, I think, kind of a deeper perspective or trying to actually figure out what it is, not just listening to it, not just saying, yeah, 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 okay, but okay, what does that mean? And when you dig into it a little more, then you can get value out of it, but not necessarily that value is, oh, this is way different than I thought. Where sometimes there's old sayings like blood is thicker than water, and you dig into it, and the actual phrase for that is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, which actually means the complete opposite, because blood is thicker than water. Most people are like, yo, uh, blood is thicker than water, so who's my blood? That's more important. Family is more important than friends. But then you go look at the real phrase that's not abridged or not shortened or condensed, and it says uh, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. The blood of the covenant, that's your agreements. Those are your friends. Those are your relationships that you chose. Um, those are your promises. So the blood of the covenant is actually thicker than the water of the womb. And the water of the womb, that sounds to me a lot like family, um, like your actual bloodline. Um, and so sometimes, actually, you dig into a phrase and the meaning is totally different. And that's very interesting. Like uh, birds, of a 
birds of a feather flock together. And I've heard people say that and be like, yeah, people with like interests uh, hang out with each other, so you should hang out with people with like interests. But you listen to the the whole phrase, because that's not the whole phrase. They chopped off the end of it. And you listen to the whole phrase, it's way different. It says, birds of a feather flock together until the cat comes. And the idea behind that is like... Um, People are going to be around you uh, because there's similar interests or maybe you have money and they, everybody's interested in money or something like that. But when the cat comes, when things go bad, people are going to leave. And it's saying, watch out for fair weather friends. Watch out for birds of a feather um, because they could fly away real quick. So it's interesting sometimes to look at, you know, what a phrase means and... Uh, try to glean some wisdom out of it and today we're gonna talk about sleep on it and this one i i don't know a longer version of this or a different version of this we're gonna talk about just those three words sleep on it um and usually i think in my experience somebody tells someone else to sleep on it when like they're troubled like they're very emotional like they could be angry or sad and about to make a, a rash decision. Um, they could be very stressed out. Um, like, they don't know. Yeah, it's basically like, I don't know what decision to make and emotions may or may not be involved. But this is very uh, stressful or intense and I feel pressured to make a decision right now or I'm gonna go do this right now. And then sometimes the advice is like, hey, maybe you should like chill out and you like sleep on it and give it some time to kind of rest in your head. Give the chicken some time to marinate in the sauce so that it could taste better at the end. Don't just throw it on the barbecue right now because it hasn't marinated yet. You need to sleep on it. You need to give it some time. You need to let that thought sit in your head a little bit. Which is actually, it's kind of like uh, that episode I did on thought soup where um, you have all these different ingredients you put in your head and sometimes... Uh, you need to just let this stuff s sit, like with soup. Um, you chop up all the potatoes and carrots and all that stuff, and then you put it in the pot, and you need to let it cook. And you let it give it some time, and I think sleep on it is kind of that idea. So, um, in the vein of sleep on it, uh, I wanted to bring this idea up because I think it's a really good follow-on to the episode I did called feel your feelings and in that episode um i mean the the um title of the episode basically says it all but it's encouraging you to not ignore your feelings it's encouraging you to uh actually feel things not suppress things and what happens when you suppress things or ignore things or try to escape so I would recommend going and listening to that. It makes this episode way richer. So I'm giving you some references. I said Thought Soup is a good one. Feel Your Feelings is a good one. Because I think this is like in the series, if you want to call it that, this is episode two in the series that starts with Feel Your Feelings. Um, and this part two, this episode two, that's that's 
called Sleep On It, I think, is focusing on the emotional aspect of why it's difficult to make decisions when you feel time pressured or you feel like there could be a huge risk. Like if you make the wrong decision, um, is this right? Is this is this going to be something that's irreversible? Is it going to damage my relationships or my finances or hurt me or something like that? When the stakes are high or it's very emotional and often it's time bound, um, things can be very stressful. And uh, I think often emotions get involved in those situations. And there was an episode previously I did called Spimes, which is uh, it's a very interesting episode. Um, a spime is a kind of crazy idea, I think because it's talking about like it's a fourth dimensional concept and it's like so you are a person and I I try to give little summaries of what each reference episode is about but it's way easier to understand if you just go listen to that episode because the actual explanation is over there and this is just kind of like the back of the book and if you go to the original episode, it's like reading the whole book. So you get like way more content. And it's like, oh, that's what that means. So if this is confusing, go over there to spimes. But um, in a nutshell, a spime is like uh, if you were to take your entire life from the time you were conceived to the time that you were dead and looked at your entire life outside of time, like your whole life is one object and you moment to moment like if, if your whole life looked like a loaf of bread you from moment to moment are like different slices of bread inside of that loaf because uh, as you move through time it's like your spine is growing because if you lived longer your spine would be bigger but um, it's kind of an abstract concept and it is much better explained in the, in the Spimes podcast, and I don't want to do another 30 minutes on it here, but you can go look up that word on the internet or whatever. It's, it's a word, and it helps to explain this concept. But anyways, uh, the point of this is that things exist in time, and sometimes in order to actually appreciate something, it has to play out. Like, in order to actually appreciate brownies, they have to be baked. They have to, like, actually go through time in the oven. Brownies aren't really brownies until they've been fully baked. Um, and with Feel Your Feelings, I was talking about um, how important it is to try and actually be in reality and actually try to understand what your emotions are and what they're trying to tell you. And here in Sleep On It, I'm trying to say that in addition to feeling your feelings, I think it's helpful to know that different emotions or different feelings are spimes. They exist over certain amounts of time. And sometimes when we act on our emotions or when we make decisions or when we have certain thoughts, they may not be the most helpful or the most valid 
because the emotion hasn't finished happening yet. We haven't really understood the full emotion, and it's kind of like taking the brownies out of the oven five minutes into baking and be like, oh, these are done, and like shoving brownies in your mouth when it's like it, they're still liquid or paste or whatever. Uh, and by sleeping on it, by giving it some time, and also like with the thought soup idea, like letting it cook, letting it simmer, um, you allow yourself to feel feelings, which can be incredibly difficult and painful, and it's not always the funnest thing, but by going through the entire process of feeling your feeling, by baking the brownies till they're done, not just till you want to eat them, because I know it's, I like, I want brownies before I even start, before I'm even in the kitchen. But, you know, you got to get all the ingredients out, you got to mix the stuff, you got to preheat the oven, you got to put the brownies in the oven, you got to bake the brownies, and you got to let them cool, and then you got to somehow control yourself from not eating all the brownies at once. Um, there's a whole process, and it takes time, and you can't skip steps you can't not mix the ingredients you can't not preheat the oven you can't avoid baking the brownies you can't shorten the amount of time you bake the brownies you can't be like oh it takes uh 45 minutes at 350 degrees oh what if i just upped the temperature and lowered the amount of time what if i was just like uh uh let's just do it at 500 degrees for five no that's not gonna work and that's what i'm trying to say with this idea of sleep on it in terms of feeling your feelings, it's very important to let your feelings be felt. And part of that is allowing them to exist over the span of time that they would naturally play out. Like with sleep, because we're, we're talking about sleep on it. Um, sleep happens over a certain amount of time. You can't cut that amount of time. You have to go through the proper amount of time to have good sleep and to feel rested. You can't just decide that you only need 30 minutes and then go to sleep for 30 minutes a day and then be okay. Uh, I've tried that multiple times, and I've tried to optimize my sleep schedule. I've tried hydration. I've tried sleeping in a dark, quiet room. I've tried all these things to like minimize the amount of sleep. And the conclusion I've got to is I need to sleep my sleep. I need, like, like Just like I need to feel my feelings, I need to sleep my sleep. I need to do it over the proper amount of time that it takes to get it done. I can't cheat my sleep or there'll be consequences. And likewise, I can't cheat my feelings or there will be consequences. And this is for any feeling positive negative benign for happiness don't cut your happiness short like if you're really happy that something happened you're feeling good and then somebody else is making you feel self-conscious or like you shouldn't be happy about it no feel your happiness the entire length of time that it's supposed to happen don't try to stretch it out that's just like sleeping in like when you try to stretch out your sleeping you end up more tired when you try to stretch out your happiness longer than it should be you're going to end up not being as happy as you would be if you just felt the happiness for the proper amount of time. Um, and this is, it's, it's a different amount of time depending on what the situation is, who you are, and all this kind of stuff. But um, I think 
most people have an intuition of the natural play of things. Like, um, the day might not be exactly 24 hours, but we have a natural feel of when the day is over. Like, I look at the sun and it's not there anymore, and I'm like, oh, look, it's not day anymore. And I, I can sit with myself and take stock of what's going on inside of me and be like, am I happy anymore or am I just saying I should be happy? Am I trying to force this to happen? Sometimes we try to force our feelings to happen or force our feelings to not happen. And I'm saying as much as you can, try not to do that. Try to feel your feelings. But there's also a time element where sometimes you're sad, sometimes you're depressed. And it's just like being sleepy where if you try to ignore it, there could be repercussions. Maybe if you, like, you're sleepy and you're like, oh, I'm not sleepy, I, I need to drive home, you might get in a car accident. Um, if you try to ignore your depression, you might end up making some bad decisions or uh, sacrificing part of your health or, or whatever. And then if, even if you do decide to feel your feelings and you're like, all right, I'm depressed. I'm going to be depressed now. I'm going to just accept it and I'm going to live in the realized, the realized situation that's going on right now. That could be a long time. Um, and that's not always comfortable. That's not always what we want. And sometimes we go like, oh, I've been depressed for two weeks already or a year or five years or whatever. And I just want this to be over. And we try to like force it to stop. And I don't know if you've ever tried to force yourself to stay awake. You can do it for a while. You could take energy drinks. You could um, I don't know, you could do drugs. You like do cocaine or something like that. You could have willpower. But the more that you try to stay awake and not sleep, the more that when you do sleep, it's gonna be like a train wreck. Um, and you're gonna you start getting dizzy, trying to stay awake. Um, it's hard to think. All these things happen because you, you don't sleep your sleep. And different things happen, but a lot of things that are not ideal happen when you try to not feel your feelings. And you could do this in two ways that I'm talking about right now. In one, you can try to suppress or avoid your feelings. And in the other one, you can try to force your feelings to happen even more when they're not really there. And I think a lot of times with positive emotions, we try to force more positive emotions. We try to, like, f make everything positive when is it really positive. Um, and then with negative emotions, we try to say, like, no, no negative emotions for me. Um, which I talked a lot about in the Feel Your Feelings podcast. But um, if you can honestly make an effort to actually feel the real feelings that you're having and not try and force yourself to have feelings that you're not having. I think you get a lot more out of your emotional experience. You learn a lot more about yourself and you're able to over time start figuring out why you're having these emotions and why you're having these feelings. And that can actually help you to control or to be in charge of how you have feelings. Oh, I noticed when I go out into the sun for more than an hour, I feel very tired and depressed. And that's always true. So maybe I should use sunscreen or have an umbrella or not be out in the sun so much. Um, and by 
doing things and paying attention and feeling your feelings and trying to understand what your feelings are telling you, not trying to shut them down or force them to be something else, and allowing them to play out over the amount of time that they should naturally exist. If the happiness should really only exist for five minutes, don't try to force it to last a week. If your birthday is only one day, it's not your birthday month. It's your birthday. It's not your birth month. Um, so stop going and getting like free uh, meals and stuff, pretending it's your birthday when it's not. Um, that kind of action is actually ignoring your feelings. It's ignoring what's going on. And it's trying to cheat a system. And when you cheat a system, just like when you cheat your sleep, when you don't sleep, when you cheat your diet, when you don't eat right, like there's repercussions. Um, and it sets you back more than you think. Um, I just finished reading um, the original Pinocchio book by Carlo Collati. And man, Pinocchio, it's like every time, every chapter, there's, there's a decision that Pinocchio has to make. And it's like an obvious decision. It's like, um, you're about to die, so take this medicine. And then Pinocchio's like, no. This medicine tastes bitter, so I'm not going to take it. And it's like, well, you're going to die, so you should probably take this medicine. Um, and then he's like all complaining and crying and stuff. Uh, but then he has to go through all this stuff and all this anguish and suffering um, because he makes these decisions to not do what he knows is good for him. And in this case, like you try to stay up late, you try to not sleep. Sleep is what's good for you. Um, in, in you know good proportion for the amount of time that it should be uh, and if you try to not do that there's repercussions and I think the Pinocchio book I'm bringing that up because there's like bunch of examples where there's a choice that Pinocchio has to make and it's like be responsible do what will bring you good or do what you think will bring you immediate uh, instant gratification now but will have major consequences and Pinocchio basically throughout the whole book, only chooses instant gratification and ends up in troubled situation after troubled situation until he finally learns, like, hey, maybe I should just, you know, be responsible. Maybe I should sleep my sleep. Maybe I should feel my feelings. Maybe I should just, like, be patient and, like, do all these things. And um, what I'm trying to say in this sleep on it episode is... Sometimes we get really frustrated. Sometimes we get really sad. Sometimes we get really happy. There's a lot of emotions that we have. And to a large extent, I think there's some obvious emotions like happiness, sadness, anger. But there's a lot of emotions that we don't have words for or that are kind of confusing. Um, and if we don't allow them to happen, we cheat ourselves of the opportunity to understand what's going on inside of us. And sometimes... These things may have, they may play out over a long period of time, or they may be very short lived. And I think it's important that if uh, the dish you put in the oven takes five hours, that you leave it in the oven for five hours. If the dish that you put in the oven is broiled and it's done in 20 minutes, that you take it out after 20 minutes. And uh, let the feeling play out over its proper amount of time. Let the dish cook 
over its proper amount of time. Sleep, the proper amount of sleep. These are all metaphors for each other, where things take time, but also a lot of things have a proper amount of time that they take. Uh, and if you try to hurry it up or slow it down, there are cases where that can bring you some frustration or some setbacks or some unintended consequences. So I hope this is an interesting idea. I hope you listened to the previous episodes that I was talking about. It was like Thought Soup, Spimes is, I think, a good one. It really helps, I think, to understand this things exist over time concept. Uh, feel your feelings. Um, I think that was it. Uh, but I hope you listen to the, the previous episodes. I hope the connections that I'm seeing are connections that, that you can grow to see uh, once you've listened to the content. Because I know like you got to at least get the explanation before you make the connection. Um, but this is something I think that can help a lot with our daily frustrations. I think we get caught up um, because on many occasions we don't sleep on it. On many, many occasions in this area and that area of our life, we try to squeeze out extra happiness that's not really there or we try to ignore uh, negative things that are really there. And we don't allow ourselves to feel our feelings, especially over the proper amount of time. Sometimes we're like, okay, I'll be sad, but I'm going to be sad for five minutes, and then I'm going to get back to it. But maybe your sadness is deeper than that. Maybe you need to be sad for a longer amount of time. And I'm not saying that you should just run around and be depressed. I'm saying you should like take stock of what's going on in your body and deal with what's actually happening. Um, but I think we, we try to cheat ourselves a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit over here so much that we, get, we start getting confused because we never get to know ourselves. We only know how to cheat ourselves. And when we don't know ourselves and we've been cheating ourselves so much, there's all these different situations that are open, that we haven't dealt with, that are coming that are still active, that we're still feeling, that we're still trying to process, but we haven't gone through each one and given it its time and let it happen. Um, and so we have like all these open files on our desktop and it's like hard to find any one file because we have like a million tabs open or like apps, like you have too many apps open on your phone. It like slows down your phone and all this stuff starts happening because it may be easy to deal with one thing. It may be manageable to deal with five things. But if you've been cheating and, and switching and not feeling your feelings for a long time, you may be currently dealing with a thousand things. And that's why things are so confusing and so frustrating and so overwhelming. And it's not that your body is designed to be overwhelmed. And it's not that any one of these situations is overwhelmed. Well, over overwhelming. Because I know there's a lot of times where, like, this one little thing will, like, throw somebody over the edge. Or, like, somebody will um, do something a little bit annoying. And then you'll be like, blah, blah, what's the matter with you? Blah, blah. And it's like, it's not necessarily that thing, I think. I think it's all of the things that haven't been dealt with that are coming together and, and creating this, this larger problem that's very hard to deal with because there's no solution for it. The solution for it is to go into each thing and say, okay, what do I need to feel here? 
Okay, what do I need to think about here? Okay, what do I need to learn here? Little by little, step by step, day by day. It's a daily, consistent activity. And sometimes the feeling takes a week. Sometimes the feeling takes a year. Sometimes it takes 10 minutes. But by practicing and doing it all the time, not only do we get good at it, not only do we learn about ourselves and what, what our feelings really are, but we don't get overwhelmed by all these things we haven't dealt with. Because I think we've all been in a situation where we've had like tasks, like we've been in school and we had homework assignments and we just let the homework assignments pile up and now it's like finals week and it's overwhelming, not because any one homework assignment is overwhelming, but because we have 14 homework assignments to do in the next six hours or something like that. Or we haven't studied and we have all the studying for the whole quarter, the whole semester to do over the weekend. That's what makes it overwhelming. Not that any one thing is hard to learn. It's that we've saved it all for this one one little second. And that that is definitely a strategy that you can choose to live your life by. And I think to an extent we all do that at times. Um, but I, I'm bringing this idea up because in terms of feelings, I think... In addition to feeling your feelings, like if you're ignoring your feelings or suppressing or whatever, I think that creates overwhelming situations. But I think also it may not be as obvious, but if you don't allow your feeling to play out over the time it needs to, if you don't give your feeling time to tell you everything it, it needs to, you try to like shut it up like, oh, I've, I've been tired. I've been, I've been depressed for three days, so I'm just going to take these antidepressants and I'm going to stop being depressed and you don't feel the depression, you don't understand why, you don't come to an understanding of what's going on and have like catharsis and stuff like that, then you're still kind of shoving it under the rug. I'm not saying anything bad about antidepressants or medication. I think medication is this like wonderful and awesome, crazy, high-tech technology that can help us. But medication is not... I think medication is, is meant to help us, and in a lot of cases, like um, like if you, if you hurt your wrist, you can put on a wrist brace that'll help you um, heal your wrist. It's like a cast or whatever. But if you keep that wrist brace on, then your muscles like never get a chance to to move and become strong again. So your wrist starts to become weak because you've kept this wrist brace on. And it can get to the point where now you need the wrist brace or else your wrist hurts. And what in the beginning was a good thing that helped you heal because you were injured is now like this crutch that you need because you never went through the physical therapy process. You, and that's like feeling your feelings. You never went through this process of understanding and seeking to see why this was going on, or stretching and, and doing your, your exercises and stuff. And now you're dependent on this wrist brace. And I think it's not like this in every case, but there are cases where things like antidepressants can become like the wrist brace, where if you're like in major psychological or mental trouble and things are like crushing down on you like yeah go take some antidepressants or go uh just, i don't know whatever kind of medicine medications or whatever go do what you need to do to like stabilize yourself i think that stuff works really well as like urgent care as like triage or something to help you get afloat when you're drowning but um like 
if antidepressants are uh, a, like a life vest for you that's drowning, as soon as you get that life vest on, as soon as you're like, okay, I'm not drowning, do the work to learn how to swim. And that's what I'm saying by feel your feelings. It may take you a while to learn how to swim. Maybe you're clumsy. Maybe, I don't know, you're out of shapes or whatever, and you need to like get more in shape so that you can swim without being tired or whatever. But do the work to learn how to swim and don't just like, oh, now I just always need a life jacket and like I should just stay away from the water because it's dangerous. And if I do go by the water, then I'm going to need this life jacket. Where if you do that, then yes, it's something you can do, but that starts being the way you deal with all your situations. And now your life, it starts getting more and more boxed in because, oh, now I, I can't swim unless I have a life jacket. Oh, and I need, just need to stay away from the water because it's dangerous anyways and that can happen in other situations to where oh now I stay away from the water now I stay away from the forest now I stay away from the mountains now I stay away from this and okay yeah I guess you can become safe doing that but you start like putting yourself in a smaller and smaller box and that can get overwhelming over time so hopefully you feel your feelings if you need vitamins or if you need antidepressants or if you need therapy or yoga or meditation or whatever okay, that's great. Go do that. Um, I used to teach swim lessons and a bunch of people used to need like floaties or kickboards or whatever to help them learn how to swim. Some people were terrified of the water and it, I would, I would have to work with them for two weeks just to sit in the water in the shallow and like full grown adults were so terrified that, um, we'd have to just talk to each other and work things out and go through this stuff just to even like be next to a pool or put your foot in the pool by the stairs. And that's okay if that's where you're at. Um, but acknowledge that. Understand that and be there. Don't try to delude yourself and say you're not there. Um, and if it takes you six months to be able to learn how to swim, okay. Don't, like, don't be ashamed. That's, that's just how long it takes you. Um, like, it took me six years to graduate from college. It takes most people four years. And, yeah, you know, it was a little embarrassing while I was doing it. But that's how long it needed for me because I that's that was, like, the pace that I learned at. Um, and things take the, a certain amount of time. And try to understand, try to do things, and try to let it happen in its time. So... This has been the Perspectal Podcast episode called Sleep On It. I hope you guys are getting good sleep. Sleep is dope. And I also, I, you know, a funny caveat to this, not, not a caveat, a funny kind of like side note to this is that I think when you feel your feelings and you deal with your emotions and you sit with stuff and you start learning it, I think your sleep gets better. I think um, you're not tormented by unresolved emotions and you don't fall into this. I think this is this. There's this this horrible risk of like if you ignore your feelings and you ignore your emotions and stuff for long enough, there's gonna come a point where there's some feelings and things that you can't deal with anymore because you forgot why you were troubled by them. So you still have the emotion, but you forgot why. So how do you even deal with that emotion? And it just I think starts becoming a part of you and a part of your personality. So that sucks. But um, I encourage you to feel your feelings. I encourage you to sleep on your feelings, to let them happen over the per proper amount of time. And I think that could really help to lead you 
maybe through some pain, but in the end, to really good sleep. So that's that's a cool little side note there. Um, but I hope you can sleep on it. I hope you allow others to sleep on it. Some people be going through stuff, just like those those adults that I was helping with swimming. Six months is a long time. Um, and some people have to go through something for years. And that's just where they're at. And I hope that we can be respectful of each other and allow each other our process. If it takes you a day to do the work and it takes someone else a week to do the work, then it takes them a week. And it's just like those brownies. If you try to force them to go faster, it's probably not going to turn out good. If uh, you leave them in the oven for too long, it's probably not going to turn out good. So try to understand yourself and how long your process takes and keep up with it. And then try to respect others while they're doing their process. I did another episode called Healing Sucks. And I think it's it's about this too, where uh, going through this process of understanding and feeling your feelings and sleeping on it and stuff, it's, it's probably not going to be any fun. It's like uh, physical therapy. It's not really designed to be fun. Um, it's designed to help you get to a better place so you can permanently exist in a better place. So I would encourage you to enter into discomfort, to feel your real feelings. If you're sad, then just be sad. Like, accept it and just be like, I'm sad. Why am I sad? Don't be like, no, no, you're not sad. You're happy. You need to be. Don't do that. Um, Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. And take the time that you need. So this has been the Perspective Podcast episode on, what is it? Sleep on it. Hope you guys are getting some good sleep. I've been needing some sleep lately, so I've been doing that. Um, if this is something that you think can help someone else or you think it, it spoke to you, I'd say go have a conversation about it. Share this podcast with someone else and then talk to them about it. I think this stuff can really help people, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable to hear, even if it's not your favorite thing to hear, even if it requires you to do some work if you accepted the concept. Um, I'm not telling you this is the right thing. I'm sharing different perspectives and ideas, but I hope that these concepts that I'm sharing help your mind build more interesting ideas, help you think different perspectives, and maybe be a little more patient with other people. And at the very least, I hope this becomes a good conversation for you somewhere down the road. All right, I'll talk to you later.